Matthew smiled, that charming and warm smile that always made her feel tingly all over. You're just so adorable when you pout like a petulant little girl. Besides, I'm not rubbing it in. I'm trying to make a point. The point being... Liam is from the Diamond District, the governor's son, complete with nanny, silver spoon, the whole thing, and he didn't get the life's plan he wanted either. She knew Matthew was right. For all of Liam's high connections, nothing could save him for the life's plan he got either. Yeah, well, her mother, Janice, also caught the eye of Governor Pym's seer as well. Convinced he was deliberately trying to rile her up, Jocelyn grabbed a throw pillow from the bed and threw it, catching Matthew smack in the face. Laughing, he hopped off his chair and lunged at her, tickling her until she cried out. His touch excited her, thrilled her, but also brought a wave of chagrin. I remember Janice when she was younger, when I first met Kama. She was breathtakingly beautiful. I mean, she still looks great now. But wow, I didn't think moms could look so good. I'm sure your mom will be very happy to hear that. Ah. She slapped his arm. You know what I mean. Everyone said it was no wonder she'd caught Pim's seer's eye. Have you ever wondered about that? About what? All these years, Janice never let Pim really get close to her. Yeah, I noticed. Because? He prompted. Because? She couldn't figure out where he wanted to go with this. Because? He leaned in to whisper. She's still in love with Kama's real dad. Jocelyn creased her brow. Kama's dad had always been a mystery, a mystery Kama had hated as a girl and had come to find frustratingly intriguing with time. School kids had speculated, and Jocelyn had even spent hours inventing the possible characteristics of Kama's absent father. So what are you getting at? she finally asked. Maybe Kama got a blank life's plan because her father is unknown. You're grasping at straws, Matt. She pushed her fingers through his hair, enjoying the sensation of his fine, soft locks. You're looking for excuses to Kama's life plan, when the truth is, Ruby District residents don't get what they want. They get what the committee wants, Matt droned. Fearful of what his upcoming life's plan would say, Jocelyn had halted her heart, put it on hold, and had tried to imagine her life without him. It was heartbreaking, and they'd not even received their life's plan yet. Matthew reached for her hand. She knew his heart was in the same painful vice as hers, too, filled with love, too frightened of the future, and too afraid to let go. We can do like Jacob, he offered. Jocelyn shook her head twisting out of his hold and standing away from him. My brother was always a risk-taker, she said. He's also strong, bullheaded. He never did like being told what to do.
It's easy when you know what you really want. He and Melanie loved each other more than anything, and I'm sure they still do. We don't know that, Matt. They were banished. They didn't just leave on a holiday, on a honeymoon. They chose one another over the life plan given to them by the committee, and they were banished from Arcadia. This isn't just some minor offense. They can't come back. Have you really given this enough thought?